This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Support for this WXAV podcast is being provided by Bookies, new and used books. Located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago, Bookies specializes in new and used books. Their selection includes new releases, bestsellers, and books that are out of print. For more information, please visit their website at bookieschicago.com. You can also find them on Facebook by searching Bookies Chicago or call them at 773-239-1110. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Awesome Albums with Caesar and Eddie here on WXAV 88.3 FM. Oh, Caesar, and as always with me is... Eddie. And Eddie, this is a special episode because we have our first guest in the studio, Martin Munoz. Martin, how are you? I'm good today, thank you. Yeah. Um, and we're all gathered here to talk about something I think we can all agree on, one of our favorite bands. And this is important because one of their albums, actually their fourth studio album, just turned 18 October 2nd of this year. Kid A. Kid A. Kid A. Kid A. Um, it was their first delve into experimental music. I mean, they've shown it a little bit on OK Computer, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until Kid A that they really decided to delve into experimental music ambient and you know you guys can hop in anytime you want but i just feel like it was actually my first radiohood album of course i've heard creep before and i've heard a couple of their other songs but it wasn't until kid a that i really decided to delve into radiohead and their discography i wouldn't recommend kid a first to any newcomer for radiohead but i think this one really hooked me right from the start it was one of the only albums i've ever listened to that i just resonated with immediately I did not listen to Kid A until I already listened to a bunch of their other albums. Yeah. So the first time I heard Kid A, it was a complete 180 of everything Radiohead that I knew. And from reading past comments on when Kid A first came out, I think that was also the general feeling that Radiohead did a complete 180 from OK Computer to Kid A going all electronic mostly electronic yeah and ditching their guitar styles that that have developed yeah so everything that caesar has said i pretty much relate to today was also my first album the first song i had ever heard from radiohead was actually morning bell off of kitty i was i don't know like 15 at the time Mm -hmm. so it was one of the first also like just purely like experimental electronic songs i had heard so i thought radiohead was always like that so when i had so when i first started listening their first album, like Pablo Honey, I didn't heed the word of not to listen to that album. So I was like, what is this? <laughs> so I kept on going and I was like, okay, so they're mainly like an alternative rock group. But Kid A was like, it stuck out like a sort of thumb at the time, which was a good thing because that's like my type of music as well. It was a big turning, turning point for them. And if you look at their stuff after Kid A, it, it's, it's, it, it has a big influence on them ever since, you know, today. Their last album, Moonshade Pool, like from Kid A to Moonshade Pool, they still have that influence and they're still trying to evolve as a band. And I think that is this is the album that they started to really go out of their comfort zone, try something new. Honestly, I love it. Kid A is my favorite Radiohead album. And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Like every song on Kid A to me is just gold. Yeah. From start to finish. It's mm-hmm. a complete masterpiece, I would say, because unlike 
other artists and other albums, Kide, I think, has to be listened to completely to understand it. You can't right. listen to one song and just like this song and just like that song. You have to go from top to bottom throughout the whole album and really experience it. Also, the way these tracks flow into each other oh, also, yeah. also yeah. make a very big, um, are very important yeah. to the overall yeah. sound. Can I say something about the track listing? Yes. It's it's amazing because, I, I mean, I've listened to it so many times, but I listened to it again to prepare myself for this talk. But it was, it's kind of amazing that Radiohead kind of like flows really well with their emotions. I mean, you start off like pretty, it's not like a downer. Cold. Every, everything, it, yeah, cold. Yeah. Everything in its right place in Kid A are cold and they're like almost void of emotion. And I think that's what Tom was going for and the rest of the band. But then you have like the national anthem, which is like a blood pumper. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to how to disappear completely. It's crazy how, I mean, yeah, there's shifts, but they work. And I think that's like very important when, you know, analyzing an album like this. Well, when I first listened to Kid A all the way through, I always felt like it was, I don't know what was Tom York's, his intention behind it. Like, what's the story behind Kid A? What is Kid A? When I first heard it from start to end, I was wondering what the emotions meant behind the songs. Like, when we start out everything in its right place, I felt like Tom, no, on Kid A, the title track, Tom York's vocals sound very robotic in a way. And the way the song ends and then, like, goes into National Anthem makes it feel like he's just, he's going through a panic attack. I don't know. That's how it always came off to me. So it always felt like a very anxious album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think... The reason why the beginning of this album is especially cold is because Radiohead really wanted to show that they were doing something completely different Mm -hmm. than OK Computer. Instead of maybe easing them into it with the national anthem starting, it being a more guitar-centered, rock-oriented song, they start off cold with everything in its right place with synthesizers going off, you know? Yeah. And I actually like that point that you brought up because what if they did start off with the national anthem? We might have like a completely different take on Kid A. When I first heard Everything in Its Right Place, I was like immediately hooked. It was just good. Yeah. It's kind of like there's a lot of good albums that just hook you right from the beginning. And I think, Martin, I think you'd agree that Hidden Place from Vespertine is one of those moments too. Yeah. It just immediately hooks you. This is a Bjork album, by the way, that we're talking about. But it's, I think I really like those moments because I feel like the artist knows their audience at that point. And, like, right then and there, they knew, starting with everything in its right place with those chords. It's an attention getter. Mm -hmm. And it's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then as we move along, we have the interlude, Tree Fingers, which is just ambient noise or ambient song. And Martin actually told me how that song came together. So there was a recording session with Johnny Greenwood where he just kind of had, like, an improv session. He just played the guitar kind of like randomly. I don't know if it was randomly, but it's just a bunch of guitar strumming. And then Tom York took that and slowed it down to like, he slowed it down a lot for it to achieve the sound what we got on Kid A. And that's incredible because it's so ambient. It's so spacey. And yet it still feels like within that song, even though there's no lyrics, it's trying to say something. Yeah, yeah. I think Tree Fingers, when I heard it, I was just like, this is a good, this is good. 
This is really good. It was a really good way to um like settle down after like the strong emotions from the first four tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And then right after that we get optimistic. Yeah. Um, with Tom, you know, howling a little bit and a return to form kind of of guitar oriented song structure. Mm-hmm. But definitely still a lot of ambience in it. Optimistic is probably one of my favorite radio songs of all time because you have the lyrics and the music can like do not match. One, you have the name the name Optimistic. Two, you have Tom singing, you can try the best you can, the best you can is good enough. But again, it still feels really cold. I when I first heard it, I was just like, I don't know what I'm feeling. It doesn't feel good and it also doesn't feel bad, but it feels so weird, you know? I really do like that cold feeling with that message of the best you can is good enough. And that's what makes it like one of my favorite tracks. That's what really sold me on Radiohead the first time I, I listened to this. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, and it goes without mentioning the way the song ends in quotation marks because it just goes into a flow to in limbo. Right. And I think that transition in itself kind of defines the ty- the name of the song, In Limbo, because it, it's that middle place, but then it immediately goes down, yeah. you know? I always feel like the transition from optimistic to In Limbo felt like being taken on an elevator that never ends because you're in limbo. Limbo, you don't know where limbo is. It could be anywhere, but the way In Limbo starts with those, like... Um, is it keyboard? Is it a keyboard? It's a keyboard, Yeah. yeah like it feels like i'm being taken above or somewhere and then tom's vocals just feel like they're tumbling down in that song yeah Yeah. the whole song i think concludes with just a downward spiral and it's to me it's powerful i honestly love the way i feel like i sound repetitive but i like the way the it makes me feel you know i want to talk about the cover art just a little bit because yeah. I feel like the cover art really helps the mood of the album. I feel like you're talking about Limbo. I feel like that could be Limbo, you know? Like, you can interpret it as much as you like. The cover art just amplifies the feeling of the album. And like you said, cold. That's a, an adjective you keep using to describe the album, which I agree. The album cover also feels cold because I don't know what exactly we're looking at, but it looks like we're looking at glaciers, like mountains covered with snow. Snowy mountains, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And very sharp and like jaggedness to those mountains. Mm-hmm. If you look at this album cover and then look at OK Computer, OK Computer is a picture with a bunch of stuff on it, you know. Highway. Yeah. I think you see like a person on the cover. Like little subliminal messages uh, that allude to the messages on the songs. Yeah. And it's all recognizable yeah. images. Kid A, you look at it. And there's nothing that you've ever seen it seen like that. Yeah. The only thing that we can recognize from it kind of reminds us of glaciers or, you know, mountains. snowy mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't even know if that's right. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. That's the ambiguity of the <laughs> album cover. And then back to the track listing, because we almost made it through the end of the album. Yeah. After In Limbo, we get Idiotech. Yeah. Which... One of my favorites. I think it's probably my favorite Radiohead song. That's my favorite as well. Seeing that song live definitely cemented that it is one of their top songs. Yeah. I think they've done it every single time I've seen them. Mm-hmm. Just the way it kind of goes back to that electronic form. 
just is a reminder that this album is not the guitar chord album. It's not it, the Radiohead you're used to. Yeah. Exactly. Morning Bell? Martin, you said that was your favorite song? That was the first song I had ever heard first from Radiohead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts on that song? Well, first of all, the first thing that stuck out to me were Tom's lyrics, which are, I don't know, they're completely nonsensical in a way. But when you read about how Tom came about to writing those lyrics, you're like, oh, okay. So he just wrote s- snippets of phrases on pieces of papers, put them in a hat, took them out, and whatever came out was just made it onto the song. Well, of course, a little bit of editing to m- make it flow with the music, but still, it it basically makes you wonder what the song is about, if it even means anything. But the the line that goes... Someone help me with that one line where he talks about cutting up children. Cut the kids in half. Cut the kids in half. Yeah, that always felt very ominous to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't really looked into the lyrics of these songs. I kind of like the mystery of it and how maybe it is a robot singing to me throughout this whole album. I just like I like the mystery of the album. Even though like how this compared completely, like we kinda know that story. It's about mm-hmm. Tom's anxiety with performing live, but I still love it. Like, I don't, I don't, it's not like I don't care about it, but I can turn my brain off when I listen to it and just enjoy the atmosphere of the album, which I feel like Kid A might not heavily rely on atmosphere, but it relies on atmosphere for most of it. It's definitely a big part of the album. Yeah. And I think that atmosphere is very present and prominently shown in the last song, Motion Picture Soundtrack. Yeah. It's it's a great closer. It's yeah. one of their best closers. Yeah. Absolutely. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, I agree. With that song, it you know, it has, I don't know what it is. I, I want to say it's like some kind of synths, but it could also be like horns modulated in some way. Of course. Yeah. It's Radiohead. They know what they're doing with their own magic. Yeah. <laughs> I think what I like most about this, it doesn't end when you think it'll end does that one last big crescendo yeah that hidden track for me that's one of the most beautiful sounding parts of any song that i've ever heard i'll admit i cried to it um but it's just rounds out this whole album extremely well yeah and it goes to show how powerful the music can be without saying anything without sounding natural and I think at that time, I think people were impressed by that. I'm not 100% sure how the the consensus was when it first came out, but I think that most Radiohead fans can agree that Kid A was just so monumental. It allowed us to see that Radiohead is so much more than Creep or OK Computer. Mm-hmm. You know, they could be something more, something great. Also, with motion picture soundtrack... I think the best way to describe it is it does sound like an orchestral yeah, soundtrack, yeah. a motion picture soundtrack. Yeah. I which... read about on how they managed to get it to sound that way. It was just a little bit of noodling with the keyboards and synthesizers, but the effect that they wanted to achieve was to make it sound like a Disney soundtrack. Wow. Yeah, which was very interesting to me because this, if you read the lyrics, it's one of the sadder, I think one of the saddest songs on the album. I think... Just them, or just hearing them trying to emulate a Disney soundtrack song, it definitely 
gives me elements of that. You don't think of Radiohead and you know and Disney together? Absolutely, it's no. Like, no, no, never. But it works, and it does. It, again, that just shows how talented they really are to make it work. To round up this discussion, let's briefly talk about our favorite song on the album and why. So I'll guess I'll start. Idiotech for me is I think my favorite. I'm not gonna say it's the most experimental. Maybe it is because I feel like Tree Fingers is a little more experimental than Idiotech, but I think it's the song that really sold me on experimental music. It's just I play that song so many times. It's like I might not remember the first time I heard Idiotech, but like I remember that song. It is my favorite Radiohead song by far. Mine would have to be Optimistic and In Limbo. Mm-hmm. Those are two tracks on its own, but I don't think one can have without the other. Yeah. And I think that is also because on this album, it kind of shows how Radiohead's two most monumental albums need each other. Yeah. OK Computer needs Kid A and Kid A needs OK Computer. Because without that, we wouldn't have anything afterwards mm-hmm. that is the Radiohead that we know and love and adore today. <laughs> just the way those two songs transition into each other, I think in itself just sells me. Yeah. Um, even though it might be like the smallest part, I think it's also one of the most significant parts in the album. My favorite song would have to be either Idiotech, like Caesars, or How to Disappear Completely, because honestly, that song, when I first heard it, I didn't really get the sense of it at first, because it kind of went over my head completely, because I was not used to that type of music at the time. But when I started listening to it more and more in certain situations, I started to figure out that it was kind of saving me in a way. Title alone is yeah. just... Like, what's going on with Tom York? Then you read the lyric, and then you start to understand him a little bit more. And I feel like for a lot of people, if they had never heard of Radiohead, and they had only heard How to Disappear Completely, I could figure they'd consider Radiohead to be a pretty relatable band. I will say, though, the one song on here that I feel can encapsulate this whole album, even though this whole album is a whole thing on its own, the one song that I feel, you know, sends the message clearly and directly as everything in its right place. It's opener. Just yeah. because it does include more of that electronic side of it and, you know, Tom messing with his vocals in a hundred different ways. But also because it starts off the album. Yeah. Because it's just one of the greatest openers for a Radiohead album. I agree. Same. All right, and I guess that ends our discussion of Kid A. Martin, thank you for joining us. No, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Eddie, for next week, I think we should talk about Is This It by The Strokes, their debut album. But for now, that's Awesome Album. Yeah, this has been Awesome Albums with Caesar and Eddie. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, WXAV.com, for more information on your escape from ordinary radio.